0: Well, welcome back to another show of the Leading the Pack podcast. Now, before I get into the actual show, which this is, I'm going to try and talk about the draft as much as I can. There's been way too big new, way too big of, you know, news coming out, of uh, you know, Wisconsin. If you know, you know. I'm going to try and talk about the draft as much as possible, but... Before we get into this, uh, we got an announcement about the show. We are fuck. We are who? El- who else is running the show? The Leading the Pack podcast. Oh, Tommy, this just stopped. Nope. Okay, we're still good. We're still going. We're still going. This is like the, th- the. This is the third time, I've tried recording, this podcast today. I don't know why it kept on crashing on me. This recording system, the recording program, but whatever. We got an announcement. We. Why do I keep on saying we? I'm finally on Apple Podcasts, which is huge. Thank God that's finally done. Finally got the approval. So if you do use Apple Podcasts, you can listen to the Leading the Pack podcast right there. You can still continue to listen to this podcast on Spotify. It's not on SoundCloud anymore as much as I want to put it on there. I'll probably get, get it back on there sometime soon. But... Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts now, Google Podcasts, s- the video re- the video version is still on YouTube. Still a thing. So yeah, if you want to continue watching that, If y- by the way, if you are watching it on YouTube and you see me continue to turn my head uh, to the right, I got the Leaf game on and they're playing the Habs. It's a big game, mostly because uh, I hate the fucking Habs, excuse my language. Hope that wasn't too early. Uh, it's about a minute fifty. Should have done that. Could have sworn it a little bit later, but whatever. Hate the Habs, and it's probably a potential playoff matchup. So I'm just keeping my eye on the game. That's why if you see me turning my head uh, to the right, that's why. That's basically why uh, I get distracted. I also uh, get distracted way too easily by things and the fact that the Leafs are playing on right now are playing right now. Of course, can turn my head like I'm gonna be talking, and looking at the TV at the same time. I'm just like that. Anyways. I'm gonna try and talk about the draft as much as possible. Like I got all my notes here from you know, a couple weeks ago, so I kind of want to look at what I was, what I said, how the teams did. Basically, that's it. Uh, I don't really want to go through every pick. I want to go through the biggest ones, and then I gotta, I'm gonna try and talk about it. But in all honesty, as much as I want to try and talk about this draft, come on, guys, can you put that puck in the net? As much as I want to talk about this draft, too many people are talking about it and I feel like I need to talk about this whole Aaron Rodgers situation. So, let's try and do this. I'm going to try and not want to talk about this whole Aaron Rodgers thing. Like, you, when I was recording this before, I was screaming and I feel like I'm going to have that same reaction because this has been like... As much as I tried, I, I like I slept on this a lot. Thank God, this whole situation was basically a week ago, so I had time to think about it. I had time to sleep on it, decide how I felt about it, and I think I know how I feel about it now. Let's do this. So, first things first, Trevor Lawrence, number one overall to the Jags. Hold on, good save, cams. Good, what what you call him that? First overall to the Jags. Not that surprising. Knew that that was gonna be happening. I just hope he doesn't turn into a Bortles. He seems like he's gonna he can help them over the like he's definitely gonna be a, he's more, he's definitely their franchise QB now. He's probably gonna be taking the spot of their best QB. But when you had Blake Bortles as basically the best QB in your franchise history before, and then after before that what Blaine Gabbert. Let's just, I'm just hoping that Trevor Lawrence doesn't... Oh my god, Willie! Come on, Will. You had a breakaway. Like I said, I'm trying not to get distracted. Uh, hopefully it doesn't become like another Blake Bortles or another Blaine Gabbert. I really like tre- watching Trevor Lawrence in, in college. He's going to be a good player. Um, so basically, just like I said, not to turn Trevor Lawrence into Blake Bortles. Everybody knew he was going to go going first overall. Now... Another thing notes now for the, I'll go through the top three for my top, like the top three that I had here. The New York Jets were up next to the second overall pick. I said I didn't say that they needed a, like a certain position because we knew that they were going to be taking a QB. It was just it wasn't so uh, it was kind of up in the air with who it was going to be. They go and take Zach Wilson, so basically what I said is patience with their young QBs. We saw what happened with Sam Darnold. They gave up on right, right, right they tra- they just traded him this year. We're going to see how that trade works out for Carolina now. Is he going to become a franchise savior in Carolina? Can he get Carolina over the hump? They haven't had the best QB play in the last few years between Cam Newton's injury. Ever since 2015 MVP Cam, they haven't had that stellar QB. Like, Cam, after those years, it's not that he was bad. It's just that he was injured so so much that he can never be that 2015 Cam Newton again. So basically... After that, they after 2015, after they made the, they that Super Bowl run where they went 15 and one, we haven't seen that you know a, a true franchise QB that the Carolina Panthers truly needed. After Cam leaves, they had like Kyle Allen. They had a, um yeah it was Kyle Allen I think it was, and then they had Will Greer, and then they go and sign uh, Teddy Bridgewater, which he was good for them. He just he wasn't a great game manager. He wasn't Cam Newton. And basically, I think Sam Darnold can be better than what... Not better than Cam Newton. Because 2015, Cam Newton was a different guy. Why am I talking about the Panthers when it was the Jets? Basically, what I'm trying to say is... Maybe... Hopefully, Sam Darnold can become that franchise savior savior for the Panthers. And show that the Jets that they gave up on too early. Because they did not show patience in him. They had that second overall pick. I get it. They Sure. They didn't want to like they wanted a new QB, whatever, because now they're going to have a new Q, a new coach in the system and it's going to be a different system. Sure, Zach Wilson may fit that system because Robert Sala came from uh, the 49ers and basically Zach Wilson, good-looking kid, don't know the kind of arm that, well, he has an arm. He's basically Jimmy G, just not Italian, so not as good-looking and has a better arm. So, you know, you win some, you lose some. But I think that this was a good pick for the Jets. They needed a new QB after trading Sean Darnold. I thought that they could have gone with Justin Fields. Who knows? But I think they had more confidence. They showed more uh, Zach Wilson. They had more confidence in him. They wanted to go with him. I don't think that's a bad pick. Uh, speaking of Justin Fields, now he wasn't picked by the 49ers. Uh Again, I knew that the 49ers were gonna go for a QB. I didn't think they were gonna go for Kyle Pitts. I didn't really think that there was anybody at the force at the three spot that they could have used other than a QB. Basically, I just thought that their best bet was to go with a QB because I don't think Jimmy G is the guy. As much as I thought he was gonna be the guy after that trade to Sanford, uh, after the trade for him to get there. I didn't really see that it was he didn't like it's not that he didn't show they were playing great with them, fantastic. After they got him, they went undefeated for the rest of that season. He comes in the next year injured, and then after that year, they go to the Super Bowl. They go to the Super Bowl, Jimmy G, but he wasn't he he wasn't a game manager like with some of the top QBs in the in the league. He wasn't like an Aaron Rodgers, who I'm gonna get to later because that situation is really pissing me off. He wasn't like an Aaron Rodgers. He isn't a Tom Brady. Like uh, who else is a top QB? He wasn't a Drew Brees. Um, now we're seeing a Russell Wilson. He's not a top QB in this league. Sure, they, they could have. They they should they could have won that Super Bowl if they could, if they managed that game a little bit better. But at the same time, that Super Bowl wouldn't have been won because of Jimmy G. That if I'm not mistaken, in the NFC Championship game against the Packers. He only threw for like 77 yards. It was just the running backs that were carrying the team. And a big part of that is because of the offensive line. Like, don't forget that. So, getting Trey Lance, I think, is a good pick. Um, and the thing about a QB with looks like Jimmy G but with a better arm, uh, I thought that was going to be Zach Wilson, to be honest with you. I thought the Jets were going to go with Justin Fields because it was looking like that way for a little while. And then, I, you know, they were showing interest in Zach Wilson. They were predicting him to go second overall, but I still thought uh, Justin Fields could have been that guy. Would have been that guy. But uh, the QB, a QB who looks like Jimmy G but with a better arm, is still safe because my mom, who was again a San Francisco fan, the first thing she says, and my sister, because she was in the same room as my mom when he got drafted, uh, the first thing that the first thought that they had when he was drafted was, "Wow, he's a good-looking kid." So uh, I think I was right there, nailed that pick. Even though I thought it was going to be Zach Wilson, still a QB with looks like Jimmy G, but with a better arm. Cal uh, Pitts, I don't want to talk about like all the other picks in between because like, whatever. Those top three picks, they were looking good. Uh, then Washington, no names. I was kind of off there. Let me just bring up the NFL again because I had it and I lost that website. Um, and then we see like, uh, I, I nailed the pick with the Eagles. Picking Devontae Parker or Jamar Chase. Then again, I kind of could have said a wide receiver because I named two of the top wide receivers in the draft, and they picked one of the two wide receivers. Yeah. Uh, The Dolphins, I thought that, oh, that's another one. So I'm going to skip over the Falcons with the fourth overall pick, picking Cal Pitts, even though I said they could have used O-line, DB, linebacker, whatever. You had Cal Pitts there. That was basically what I thought their needs were. But you have Kyle... Because they already have Jalen Hurd. So, with them picking Kyle Pitts, he's right there. He's probably the the most talented prospect in this this draft. So, the fact that they picked him, not that surprised. Uh, I just thought that they could have used something else. That's about it. So, the Panthers. Not the Panthers, the Bengals. Um... Yeah, I think the Bengals bungled on this one. So, I said in the first round with their fifth overall pick, I literally said Penny Sewell, and that's the only option. And then they're going to draft Jamar Chase. Which, Jamar Chase, I'm not saying that he's a bad player. For me, saying that Jamar Chase is a bad player has nothing to do with me thinking that Jamar, or that it's a bad pick, has nothing to do with me thinking that Jamar Chase is a bad player. This has everything to do with if you saw if you saw the Bengals release really, um, release photo or like um, the photo that the uh, the photo shoot that the Bengals did for their jersey launch their new jersey release, you can clearly see the knee that Joe Burrow had like the scar on Joe Burrow's knee from the ACL surgery. He needed Sewell. and yeah, they drafted a lot, uh, guard in the second round. But in free agency, they didn't really assess the offensive lineman, uh, the offensive line thing. The problem there, they didn't really go out and get a free agent. They didn't draft uh, guys for, um, what's his name for Joe Burrow, so, uh, so he doesn't have to run and kill himself every day, every game. They picked it. Uh, they picked a guard. They, they picked. Let's see. Oh my God! I hate these ads on the NFL website. They picked Jamar Chase with the 5th overall pick. Then the second pick and the, the with the in the in the 46th round, and oh my god, 46th round. With the 46th pick in the in the second round, they chose a guard from Clemson. They chose uh what's his name? Ja- Jackson Carmen. It's a pretty good pick. They got a guard for him, but after that, they got an edge, another edge. A defensive tackle and in the 4th round, they got an offensive tackle. That's good. 5th round they pick a kicker. Sixth round, they get a a center. But I feel like if there's wasting that fifth-round pick on the kicker, when, yeah, you need a kicker, of course, but at the end of the day, I don't know. Like, your need isn't in in kicking more than it's in the offensive line. That's just, it's just, I don't know. I don't really like that pick for the sake of Joe Burrow's other ACL. There's nothing wrong with Jamar Chase. I think that he's a great player. It's just that at the end of the day, they still have Tyler Boyd. They have um, they drafted T Higgins last year. This year, and they have uh, and then they have Joe Mixon in the backfield. He has weapons. He has weapons. He it's not that he needed any more guys. Jamar Chase, I think he could be that number one receiver. And you have T Higgins as the second receiver, Tyler Boyd as the third, and those are good receivers. Like those are some really good receivers. But if you have Penny Sewell, you draft them. And the reason why I also hate that they, that they didn't draft them is because I like the pick that the... That the I like a Detroit Lions pick by drafting Penny Sewell. A lot of the Detroit Lions picks this year were... Like, if you listen to their draft interviews, they, or like any of their interviews, they are... They want to commit, like, murder... Pene Sewell said he's gonna be he has vicious intents after every on every snap of the ball. Lee uh, Le, uh, I'm not even gonna try and pronounce that name. Their second round pick. He uh, he's saying that he has like murderous intents and their third round pick as well. And then they go they, they actually I'm not gonna lie, I think the Lions had a really good draft too as well. Drafting Amon Ross St. Uh, Amon Brown, the brother to Apernemius Say Brown. That's somebody that I wanted the Packers to draft, to be honest with you, but they got somebody else at the end of the day. But yeah, like if I'm the Bengals, I I feel like is, I feel like the Bengals bungled on that pick. And then speaking of another NFC North then speaking of another NFC North team, uh the Chicago Bears. I think they had a really good draft, draft a uh, really good first round, drafting for the first time in I don't know if they've drafted anybody else. Like Chicago Bears. Order back. I want to draft history. Draft history, because I don't think they've drafted a white, uh, a black QB for the entire duration that they've played. Drafted players. Oh, oh I don't want to see all these players. But yeah, whatever. They drafted a black QB in Justin Fields, and I hate the fact that they did it because I like that pick. Uh, Justin Fields, eleventh overall, good pick. I'm surprised he he fell that far. But if you look at all the teams that were there, they don't really didn't really have needs at QB. Like, so Trevor Lawrence first overall, of course. Then Zach Wilson, he could have been picked there. Whatever they chose, somebody else. Trey Lance could have been picked there. Atlanta decided Cal Pitts. If Cal Pitts is there, I think he's a better prospect than Justin Fields. I like that pick for Atlanta. Cincinnati just had the first overall pick last year, Pick Joe Burrow. Miami, they have Tua. Detroit just traded Matthew Stafford away for Jared Goff. Jared Goff's still a young QB. They don't need a QB. Carolina just traded for Sam Darnold. Denver, they still have faith in Drew Locke. Whatever. Philadelphia, Jalen Hurts, Chicago moves up to pick, uh, to pick Justin Fields because New York has their faith in Daniel Jones. And then if you continue to go down this list, I mean, if Justin Fields fell down to 15, I think the Patriots are going to pick him. But the Bears liked them so they took him at the 11th overall pick. I like that pick for the Bears. I hate that I just said that about the Bears. Uh, they finally did something right at QB. He's not going to be playing for in this. He's not going to be the starter. Probably for sure. I don't think he's going to be the starter. It's going to be Andy Dalton. He's probably going to start. I doubt it's going to be the entire season. I don't have faith in Andy Dalton if I'm a Bears fan, if I'm a Bears exec. You have Justin Fields. I think you want to get into the playoffs. Give him a. If Andy Dalton isn't going to be, isn't playing that well, I would expect Justin Fields to be put into the starting role about. Week eight, week seven or eight. I'm gonna say that. Uh what else is there? Las Vegas. I think they had a shit pick. Not that I think Alex Leatherwood is a shit player. It's just at a 17. I feel like there was better players that you could added that you could have picked there. There. I don't know. He's not that. I don't know. Like he's he was drafted a 6.8 on NFL.com. There's nothing wrong with him. I just think that at the 17th overall pick, you had better players that you could have picked there. There's nothing wrong with him. I think that it is just that he was dropped a little too high. Come on, Matthews. Man, these Habs are giving the Leafs a headache today. And then I'm going to talk about who I think won this draft. Um, the Cleveland Browns, I think, won this draft. They grab they grabbed quality players at every position. They got Greg Newsom in at the first in the first round. No, nope, that's the Rams. I didn't want the Rams. Where are the Browns? Why is this lagging? Okay. They grabbed they nab Greg Newsom at the in the first round, which is a great pick. Oh my God, these are uh, Oh my God, these videos. Grabbing Greg Newsom at the, in the first round, great pick for them. Uh, who else we got over here? Then they grab who else is there? Uh, Jeremiah Owusu, a, a linebacker. Yes, Matthews, baby. I didn't even see the goal. I was too busy looking at this. But that's it. Anyways, Greg Newsom Greg Newsom Jr. At, at in the first round, twenty-six overall, great pick for them. And you got uh, where is he? Jeremiah Owusu. How do you what's the entire name? Usu Koromoa Koromoa in the second round got a linebacker, which I thought they would have gone with the linebacker in the first round, but honestly, I didn't think that there were many great linebackers in the first round. Maybe Micah Parsons, who was drafted 11th over, no, sorry, uh, 12th, 10th, where was he drafted? I think it was 12th overall. He was drafted 12th overall by the by the Cowboys. Now, let's just talk about this real quick. He was drafted 12th overall by the Cowboys. Not that I hate the pick for the Cowboys. It's a good pick. I think Micah Parsons is going to be a good player. But it's not a position that they needed. If, they, if anything, they needed a quarterback first and then a linebacker. It's a bad pick. But then, like, they got they get a linebacker in the second round, a wide receiver in the third, offensive tackle, in the in the fourth round which I didn't think they really needed but it's good depth just in case somebody goes down what else we got a defensive tackle in the fourth another another fourth pair in the fourth round was a defensive tackle two fifth round picks one of them being a linebacker the other one a safety and then picking a wide receiver in the in the sixth round that is a good draft uh, for the for the Browns I really like that draft for them uh, if I'm a Browns fan I'm really excited for this year The turnaround that the that the Browns had from being so incompetent, all of a a sudden, most likely most likely to win their division this year. That's a good turnaround. If I'm a Browns fan, why is this thing shaking? Stop shaking. Stop shaking. Good. So if I'm a Browns fan, stop shaking. So if I'm a Browns fan, I'm sorry if that was very annoying. So if I'm a Browns fan, uh, I'm I'm excited going into next year. This team is looking really good, and like they they assessed every line, every need that they had basically. So yeah, I like that for the Browns. And now I think we should get to the elephant in the room because it's already been 22 minutes. I'm probably gonna spend 20 minutes on this, maybe more. Let me just get onto their page. The Green Bay Packers. Now, I'll be talking about their... will be talking about their draft, of course, but... <sighs> there's more that needs to be talked about with the, with the Packers than just the draft. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying that they had a really good draft. Really good draft. If I had to... Uh, if I had to grade them, I'm gonna give them an A. I'm gonna give them an A minus. Why isn't this playing? Oh, I hate this website. If I had to grade the Packers, I'm giving them an A. Sorry, an A minus. Not an A plus. They didn't have a, the best draft this year. Like they weren't the they had I still think Cleveland had the best draft. The Packers still had a really good draft. They assessed a lot of needs going into this draft. The the NFL.com says that their top needs are cornerback, D line, O line, linebacker, and wide receiver. Now let's get this straight. I think every team's top needs should be O line, right away. Now let's look at what they drafted. First round they drafted a cornerback. Actually, you know what? I don't want to talk about this yet because it'll get to it. I'll get to it eventually. Aaron Rodgers. So if you don't know the news with Aaron Rodgers, Thursday night, Thursday, it was draft night. He comes out and says he is not going to return. He has no intentions to return to the Green Bay Packers. Now, I saw this, and I was really pissed off. I'm like, why is he not returning? Where did this come from? Like, this came out of nowhere. Basically, I don't know what happened exactly, but it's looking like it was a culmination of a lot of things. Now, I'm going to be completely honest with you right now, with everybody. I'm not going to be going easy on... I'm not going to be going easy on this subject. Because... I, here's the thing, I'm choosing the side of the Packers on this one, as much, no, I'm not choosing sides for anyone actually, because like, let's, let's get this straight, the only adult in the situation that, that right now has been Matt LaFleur, but if I have to choose a side, I'm probably going to be choosing the Green Bay Packers, because let's get this straight, sure, Aaron Rodgers can be frustrated all he friggin' wants, At the end of the day, he is not above the organization. No player is above an organization. I don't care if it's even the Arizona Coyotes. Nobody is above an organization at all. I don't care. And especially an organization as historic as the Green Bay Packers. We are talking about a top five, arguably a top five sports franchise in North America. Like, name better sports franchises. You have... Number one is probably the New York Yankees, right? You have the LA Lakers. You can go... Like, who's bigger? You have maybe the Pittsburgh Steelers, but... There's nobody as historic as the Packers. They've been in it since the beginning. If you think that you're above the Packers, you need to get... You need a... Reality check. Now I love Aaron Rodgers. I love him to death. He's the reason I'm a Packers fan. But at the end of the day, he's not the reason I'm, I'm I, I stayed because players leave, and I understand that. I have been a sports fan for the for as long as I I can imagine. The Leafs let er, uh, Aaron Rodgers. The Leafs let Matt Sundin go. He is my absolute favorite athlete. Since the day I I became a Leaf fan, I still have his jersey in my room from when I was 7 years old. He left, he was basically let go by the Leafs, they tried trading him away and when I learned that they tried trading him away and they let him walk, I was so mad at this team. I did not cheer for them that year. I became a Sidney Crosby fan because of that team. And at, but at the end of the day, if you look at my room, I still bleed blue and white. So no player is above a team, in my opinion. You're playing for that team, you do what you got to do. If you don't like it, go. Because it's the same thing. If you're, I don't care if you're playing for the Arizona Coyotes. I don't care if you're playing for the New York Yankees. No player is above a team. That's how it is. Now, let's get something straight. The reason why he wants out is basically because of the GM, Brian Guttenkist. Now, Gut, I thought, had a great draft. He has made some questionable decisions, sure, but he's made decisions for the team. Now, the thing that I saw today is the reason, a, a big thing for, for Aaron Rodgers is that he wants more of a save. He's trying to make it sound like he is LeBron James, where LeBron James can basically say whatever he wants in the NBA because he's, the ba- he's basically the star boy over there. Now, I, lo- I, I have a lot of respect for LeBron James, whatever. I'm not talking shit about him, but he basically gets it his way over there. We don't need people like that in sports. So Aaron Rodgers trying to get his way with the Green Bay Packers, no, it doesn't work that way. I'm sorry. I get it. You want to have a say because you want this to you want you want to be comfortable in the thing. But hello, let's get something straight. You bought into Matt LeFleur's system. You decided to play his way, and look at what happened. You had your best season yet. No, it's not yet. You had your best season since 2014. This was your best, probably better than 2014. So don't say that. This team isn't doing whatever for you. You bought into the system. Okay? Now let's get another thing straight with Darren Rodgers. He's saying that this that the GM isn't providing him with the weapons. He went on and signed, he went and spent two a couple years ago big money on defensive free agents. He he got you Devontae Adams, who was a second round pick. You don't need to draft a wide receiver in the first round to have a fantastic receiver. I got I got mad with the with the with the pick this year because I wanted Elijah Moore. But now that I think about it, I don't know if you saw the NFC Championship game, Mr. Aaron Rodgers, or anybody else is saying that the Green Bay Packers had a shit draft. Let's talk about their draft real quick. They did not have a shit draft. Look at the needs that they had and look at the needs that they assessed. In the first round, I don't know if you remember in the last NFC Championship game. What happened? What was a big reason why they lost? Was it not because of their cornerbacks? Where the only cornerback that was stopping people was Jair Alexander. And then other than, on the other side of Jair Alexander, you had Chandler Sullivan and, um, and Kevin King. Kevin King getting burned who knows how many times by Scotty fucking Miller. But you're going to tell me that the Packers had a, had a, made a bad pick by picking Eric Stokes? It doesn't work that way. Eric Stokes ran a 4-2-5 at his pro day. Scotty Miller ran a 4-3-5. He's a 4-3-5 runner in the 40. You're telling me Eric Stokes wouldn't be able to stop him? Now, I'm not saying Eric Stokes is going to be a fantastic... He's not going to be... Uh, um, Ed Reed right away. He's not going to be uh Richard Sherman. He's going to have to develop. But what happens when you need a cornerback to stop a wide receiver in the NFC Championship a game? Are you again, are you just going to hope that they throw it to Jair Alexander? They're not going to be throwing it to Jair. He's got he's locking people down. You need a quality cornerback. Now, yes, they re-signed Kevin King. Okay, but are you that comfortable with having a rookie wide receiver at that side, just throwing him to the Wolves, or would you rather let him develop? As much as I wish Kevin King, like Kevin King also had a pretty good season. He just had a really bad game, and honestly, I still don't really trust him because I'd rather have a two quality cornerbacks. So by saying that Eric Soaks is a bad pick, you didn't watch that first round matchup. Or that you didn't. Sorry, you didn't watch that NFC matchup, the NFC championship game. That was a really bad showing by the cornerbacks, other than Jair Alexander. And honestly, I'd rather have Eric Stokes there with Kevin King on with Kevin King there, and then Jair on the other side, than just having Kevin King and then Cannon Sullivan. If you saw that game, you don't understand how frustrating it was. And then in the third, in the second round, they go and address his need for protection because O line is huge. You they go and draft Josh, Josh Myers as center after losing your All Pro center in free agency. And then speaking of free agency, don't they go and re-sign Aaron Rodgers' best running back, like probably his best running back since um, I can't remember his name now. But actually, this is probably the best running back he's played with so far, without a doubt. In my opinion, at least. They go and re-sign Aaron Jones. They dropped A.J. Dillon last year. They dropped Josh Myers this year. And in the third round, they get him a wide receiver in Amari Rodgers. Who fell fell on their lap at the third round. At 85th overall, he fell to their lap. So, by saying that the Packers aren't giving you weapons. Is... A lie, especially if you watched it last year, by saying he doesn't have weapons. And saying that he needed a wide receiver in the first round. That's not just a shot at the Packers draft. You're also taking a shot at Aaron Rodgers, saying that he needs weapons. Like, Aaron Rodgers led the league in touchdowns with 48 last year. Almost 50 touchdowns in 16 games. 48 touchdowns. Hey, Google, what's 48 divided by 16? The answer is three. That's three touchdowns a game. Okay? Three touchdowns a game. And then you're telling me that you needed weapons? You had two players in top five for receiving touchdowns. You had Devontae Adams with 18, and then who led the league in touchdowns, by the way, with 18 touchdowns and missed two games. So without a doubt, you have the best wide receiver who... Led the league in touchdowns, and then you had a, a, a qual- you have a quality tight end who led tight ends in touchdown receptions this year, who's more of a blocking tight end too, by the way, but still led the league with 11 touchdowns. And then you have MVS who led the league in 40 plus re- receptions. Alan Zard, who is a quality second receiver, and then you have Aaron Jones who had two straight thousand yard seasons had 19 touchdowns a couple years ago. This year, he had over 10. And then this year, they had Jamal, uh, Jamal Williams. He, he walked in free agency, but he was a 700-yard seven, uh, running back. He could score touchdowns. You have A.J. Dillon, who's going to be taking over that position for the second running back, but still running back by committee, basically, who is, who is certainly going to be a 1,000-yard uh, rusher at least in years to come. You have have two quality running backs. You have the best left tackle in the league. The best wide receiver in the league. They draft your all-pro center's replacement. They draft another tackle... Or, sorry, they draft a guard in the fourth round. And then another guard in the sixth round. You have a soon-to-be, in my opinion, all-pro guard... In Elton Jenkins, who I don't know if you guys remember how he played last year, he could play anywhere on the line. So if David Bakhtiari isn't ready for this for this upcoming season, they could put Elton Jenkins at left tackle for all they care. You could put left uh, him at guard. You could put him at center, right tackle, right guard, left guard. You can put it. You can. He can probably mother a child for all uh, for all we know. And he's complaining that this cube, that this GM is not providing him with the things that he wanted. Why? Because he let Jake Kumro go a day after you praised him? It doesn't work that way. Jake Kumro could be a good player. You can like him all you want. But the GM felt that they had another player that was ta- that he was taking up a spot that another player could have had. It doesn't work that way. You can have a say all you want. But at the end of the day, you are a QB Play QB. You can say every. You can talk about you wanting a say on this team. There's a reason why there's a coach, a GM, and a QB. Everybody gets a title. Okay. You can want a say all you want. You are not above the organization. If the organization dr- trusts Brian Gutenkush to be the uh, to be the GM, respect their decision. If not, if you don't like it, leave for all I care. Because that's another thing. You don't like it. Too bad. You can if you don't want if you don't want to be on this team. As much as I'm gonna hate to see the day that Aaron Rodgers isn't a Packer anymore, and I hope to God the day that it comes, that's because he chooses to retire and not choosing to retire because of a GM that is on your team. I hope that it never comes to the fact that he is forced off of this team, that he's forcing his way out, or the team is forcing his way out. I never want to see him force off this team. I want to see him retire as a Packer, watching him win the, uh, the, uh, the Super Bowl one more time at least. That's what I want to see. But at the same time, if I'm a Packer, like I'm a Packers fan, I want to see players that want to be on this team. Not that there are players that I don't want to be on this team, but I'll play for the paycheck. You if you're playing for the Packers, you must want to be a Packer. Because I'm gonna tell you this right now. The same way players want to play for the best teams in any other league, for the most historically teams, the same reason why, team, why players are choosing to sign with the Leafs. This reason why players choose to sign with Tampa Bay, because they have uh, have Tom Brady. The same way players choose to sign in New York, you are playing for one of the greatest sports organizations in the world. You must show that respect. If you want to play on this team, I want you on this team. If not, that's fine. There's other players that want that position. Don't be entitled about this. Like, thank God for Matt LaFleur. I don't know if... Like, after this whole Aaron Rodgers thing happened. And Aaron Rodgers is, is a test on it. Like, a test on it. Ah, he doesn't even talk to his own family because he did, they didn't like the girl. That, they didn't like the fact that he was with Olivia Munn at the time. And he still doesn't talk to his mother to this day. So he's somebody that's going to be hard to get off of this stance. Off of his stance. But at the same time, I love that the GM went there. The, uh, uh, the president went there. Was it the president? Yeah, the president went there, and Matt Lafleur went there. Matt Lafleur is trying his hardest. He loves Aaron Rodgers, and I'm sure Aaron Rodgers loves playing for him. But at the same time, Aaron Rodgers doesn't like playing on the Guttenkist. But if, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm looking at this draft. Amari Rodgers was basically sort of mentored by Randall Cobb, because if I'm not mistaken... Amari Rogers' father was a coach at Kentucky when uh, Cobb was there, so Cobb was basically mentoring him too. I'm hoping that Cobb gives him a good word, and Rodgers comes back. Now, do I feel like Aaron Rodgers is going to be back? I do feel like he's going to come back. We're we are months away from the season taking place. It's April. No, sorry, it's May now. You have May, June. July, August, September—five months for this to be fixed—and I have faith in Matt Lafleur. Every time Matt Lafleur talks, every time I see Matt Lafleur, I feel like he—he he gives me—he makes—he—he's given me hope ever since he's been a Packer. I feel like Aaron Rodgers is going to be back. I don't see any reason for him. I like I don't see him playing anywhere else. Ah, uh, how long has that been? Like I said, wow, well, we are at the 41-minute mark. Like I said, it was gonna be 20 minutes. I'm gonna be talking about that. Like I don't want to see Aaron Rodgers leave this team at all. Like I don't want to see him play for anyone else. I'd be like, and if it does happen that he does leave the Packers, I'm gonna be cheering for him to win the Super Bowl. Like if the Packers aren't in it, I'm gonna be cheering for him to win it. But if it does come down to it that the Packers do play them, of course I'm gonna be cheering for the Packers. But I love Aaron Rodgers. He's my favorite QB. I think he's the greatest QB of all time, and I never want to see him lo- I never want to see him leave this team until he decides to hang up his cleats. If it does happen. It happens. He didn't want to be here and bring on the Jordan Love era. I don't see that the Jordan Love era is happening. And that's another thing with Jordan Love. Uh, that's another thing I forgot to talk about. I like the Jordan Love pick, and here's why. Yes, they needed. A lot. They, there was other need that they had that they needed. They chose a QB. He's not taking your position. If you're afraid of Jordan Love taking your position on this team, you gotta realize the, the thought process of that. That's it. I almost forgot to talk about this. Jordan Love isn't taking Aaron Rodgers' spot yet. Jordan Love will be taking Aaron Rodgers' job when Aaron Rodgers feels like he's done with this game. When he decides to hang up his cleats. Who knows? Is that going to be the, at the end of his contract? Whatever. That's another thing. He, do, he wanted a contract extension instead of a, a restructure. Whatever. But if it is that he feels like Jordan Love... But this is more for like the fans talking about it. If he doesn't like the Jordan Love pick, whoop de doo you don't like the Jordan Love pick. But he's not taking your job. He's, you're, you're Aaron Rodgers, and you're afraid of a rookie QB taking your job? You're, he's there to learn from you. That's all it is. He didn't, even, he didn't suit up at all last year. Tim Boyle's gone. So now he's the backup. He's a good backup right now. That's all he is. He's the backup. He's the backup until the day that Aaron Rodgers isn't a Packer anymore. Whether it be he decides to get... He doesn't want to be a Packer anymore. Or he retires. That's all it is. He's not taking your job. You are the great. You are a for sure... First ballot Hall of Famer, and you're worried about a rookie QB taking your job. If that's the case, I'm sorry. You're Aaron Rodgers. You need to realize how stupid that sounds. It doesn't work that way that a rookie QB is going to be taking your job. Get that straight. You are you should not be worried about that. I still like the Jordan Love pick. The best time to pick a QB is when you don't need it. You When you don't need one. Have him learn from Aaron Rodgers the same way that they didn't need a QB when they had Brett Favre. Sure, Aaron Rodgers fell on their uh, fell to their lap as well. Jordan Love didn't really do that. They traded up for him, but they needed they they felt like they wanted him. To, they wanted a QB so that when Aaron Rodgers does leave and isn't a packer anymore, they're not in a rush. They're not scrambling to find one. Like. You're 37 years old, 38 years old. You can fall off a cliff anytime soon. That's just basically how it is with sports. That's how, that's how age works. You have one more bad injury, what happens? Then they got to go scramble for a QB. And then what? He's just going to be thrown to the Wolves. And what do you do? You're, you're the Packers. You don't tank. If you're the Packers, you should never have to tank for the first overall pick. You should never have the first overall pick if you're the Packers. Come on, get the puck in. If you're the Packers, you never have the first overall pick. Because that means you had a, the worst season ever. It doesn't work that way. They th- I think they did the, that they did the right thing by taking Jordan Love, in 26 overall last year, having him learn from Aaron Rodgers. I think that this whole situation... And that's another thing. I think this whole situation is blown out of proportion by the, by the media. Because I don't think he, if I'm not mistaken, nobody's heard actually, like, from the team, nobody's actually heard the fact that he wants Gunnka's fired. That's just rumors. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, This whole thing, as a Packers fan, sucks. Because everybody talks about it, and you don't know what's true, and you don't want to get this stuff, you don't want to get anything wrong. Anyways are playing right now I want to watch this game like I said before packers oh my god the leading the pack pod is now on Apple Podcasts. check it out there uh, it's leading the pack pod it's just leading the pack still on Spotify still on Google Podcasts, on YouTube as well at leading the, is the it's leading the pack podcast you can follow me on Instagram at Bonavoda, follow my Twitter at Bonavoda underscore. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at Leading the Pod. Don't know what else to say. Aaron Rodgers is going to be is going to be. Excuse me, Aaron Rodgers is going to be on the center next year. Oh my God! Excuse me. Mark my words. Anyways, I'll talk to y'all next week. Stay safe. Be happy. Go pack. Go. That's all.